Welcome to the My Creative Days podcast, where we will talk about all things DIY, home decor, decorating tips, and creating a beautiful home on a budget. I am hoping our time together will spark a creative idea, help you plan your next DIY, or inspire you to finally tackle that project you keep putting off. Grab your favorite cup of motivation and let's chat. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. Today I'm going to talk about something that I have talked about before, but it's coming up more um, now as I'm sharing more about my Furniture Flipping Academy and just, um, you know, just sharing different things um, and, and the response I'm getting from people when I'm just sharing, you know, maybe my furniture makeovers or um, the projects I'm working on. And so I thought I would answer some of those here um, on the podcast because it might be helpful to some of you. So I get a lot of comments or questions or people reaching out saying, I really want to start flipping furniture, but I don't know when I would have the time um, or how do I find the time to flip furniture or, um, they kind of use the, and, and, and I'm going to call it the excuse of time um, to stop them from even trying. But they really, it'll be the same people that are reach out to me, but I really, really, really want to do it. I don't have time. And so um, number one, I just want to let you know that time, <laughs> okay, let me just back up. So I started flipping furniture, um, you know, back when we had to, that's how I had to furnish our home because we had to do it on a budget. Um, but then I grew my business in little pockets of my time. I grew my business through, you know, having babies and um, raising kids and having um, an in-home daycare here at our home when I started to stay home with our kids. Like um, I did it during breaks, nap, um, breaks, nap time, weekends, nights, like whatever little amount of time I had, that's when I did it. And so um, I feel like the time thing is such an excuse because um, we all find time for the things we want to do. So instead of saying, I don't have time, really think about what your, what, um, it's not time because you can find time. You can find time to sit and scroll your phone for three hours a day or to sit on, you know, watch a TV show, you know, for an hour a night, whatever it is, to binge Netflix. You find time to do that because that's what you want to do. So instead of saying, I really want to flip furniture, I want to start a business, but I don't know when I'm going to have the time. Let's let's just kind of dial that back and really find out what it is that's holding you back because time, I mean, I love you and I say this because I love you all and the people that reach out to me, time, saying you don't have time is an excuse. And so um, I just kind of want to go through some questions I've I've got from um, different things that I've done um, recently and um, videos I've been recording and and different, different things that I've been doing to maybe just make you think about this in um, a little different, um, in a different way. So what advice would you give somebody um, that wants to flip furniture just to break free from this limiting belief of I don't have the time? And so first of all, it's just think about this. Every single person on this planet starts with the same 24 hours a day. Everybody. We all get the same amount of time, right? Like there's there's no somebody gets more time. Um, nope. 
It's the same 24 hours no matter who you are. And time is a precious resource. Like it is the one thing. So when I'm coaching um, people in my, like the Furniture Flipping Academy or um, when people are, you know, asking about the academy and wanting to join it, the one thing that it will do for sure, it's going to save you a lot of time. And time is the one resource we cannot get back, right? Money we can get back. Like you can make more money. Um, You know, you can there's ways to make more money all the time, right? Or, you know, you you continually are making money. Time, you can't continually make it, right? So like once it's gone, it's it's gone, right? And so how we use it determines our success, right? So um, if we're scrolling for three hours on the phone or wherever you're scrolling, or you're just watching these people do these things or live out these dreams that you have um, and you're and you're never doing, you're just always consuming or you're just always watching, um, that's how you're spending your time, right? So consuming and um, just sitting back and watching it and saying, I don't have time, I don't have time, that's not gonna lead you to success, right? So examine your daily schedule. Identify what activities aren't contributing to your goals, right? Like the three hours a day that you're, you know, scrolling social media, watching a show, you know, whatever it is, if it's not contributing to your goals, then really think about that time that you're spending. Um, You know, and and be honest about how much time you're spending on those things, right? Um, Non-essential tasks, things like, you know, things that you don't need to be done. How much time are you spending on those each day? Cut down on those and you will create more time, right? For furniture flipping. So, um, it, it, you just got to be real honest about it and, 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 and recognize that everybody has the same 24 hours a day. It's just how you spend it and how you use it, right? So another question um, or that came up, how can aspiring flippers set realistic goals to make time for the furniture, furniture flipping business, passion, side hustle, hobby, whatever it is that they're doing, maybe for their home? Can I tell you when I started setting goals and actually writing them down, it was a game changer. So setting goals is essential to staying focused and, and keeping you movi- motivated. Um, you know, just to say, I want to start flipping furniture. I mean, that is just so broad and just so out there. Um, so setting actually really good goals, define what you want to achieve with um, furniture flipping. Like, what do you want to do with it? Are you just flipping for your home? Are you trying to save money on furnishing your home? Do you want to bring in a little bit of income on the side? Do you want to do this full time? Do you want to start signing contracts with brands and companies and having them pay you, um, you know, to do certain things? Like, it just depends what your goal is and what you want to do with it. But actually writing that down and knowing that ahead of time, and, and they can change, right? Like, so when you're first starting out, it may be like, I just want to save some money. Uh, to furnish our home and change up the living room. Like, that's great. And then, you know, Aunt Sally's going to say, hey, can I pay you to paint my buffet because you just did yours or whatever? And then it'll just start snowballing. But um, your goals can change. But actually setting some goals in the beginning is a, is a good thing to keep you putting one foot in front of the other. Um, maybe it's just a creative outlet, which is the reason why I will still flip furniture. Um, I don't need to do it out of necessity anymore. Um, but, um, I I love the creative outlet. I love a challenge. I love, um, to be honest, you just cannot buy furniture like they used to make it anymore in a store. And so if I need a piece of furniture, um, I will, I will hunt for a really good piece of old furniture. And if I have to make it over to fit my style, I will probably do that. But, um, that's what keeps me coming back. Um, once you have that clear vision and you kind of know 
what your goal is, break your goals down into smaller achievable tasks. So like I started out and I said, I want to flip furniture. Like that is so broad and just so out there. Or I want to make money flipping furniture. Well, that's great, but let's 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 narrow it down. Do you want to make $100 a month, a week, a year? You know, break it down. Do you want to make, you know, do you want to flip four pieces in the next six months? Do you want to, you know, like what does that look like? Are you going to go out and hunt for p- furniture pieces? three times a week, like actually set measurable, you know, goals that you can actually check off the the list and the tasks as you get them done. Um, you know, allocate specific time slots uh, in your schedule for to get those tasks done, like schedule it. If you're somebody like me that likes to write things down um, and not or if you are somebody that has it like on your phone or on a like a Google Google calendar or whatever, <laughs> um, just but actually schedule it like this is part of your new schedule. This is how we make time for things, right? So, um, you know, if it's researching, sourcing materials, working on a project, um, you know, staging a project, whatever, schedule it. If you're somebody that just feels like you can't find any time, sit down and actually schedule these things in your calendar. Um, and then you'll see it's your part of your to-do or part of your schedule of the day. And consistency, as with everything, is key, right? Even if it's just a few hours a week is all you can kind of set aside for this. Stick with those few hours a week over and over and over again. Okay, another question that came up was, how can people identify pockets of time to dedicate to furniture flipping? Um <clears throat> Conduct, do like a time audit. So do like, you know, as your normal, for a full week, write down what you do daily. Um, Analyze how much time you spend doing whatever it is. So um, if it's you're working out of the home, you're working in the home, you've got kids, you've got, you know, dance class and you've got soccer practice and you've got, you know, dinner, it's breakfast, do you work out? Like literally write down everything. You go to bed at this time, you wake up at this time. Um, you'll likely find some idle moments that um, that you can use for furniture flipping, but um, it also could be like breaks that you have throughout the day. So if it's like a lunch break you have, um, waiting for appointments, um, you know, that I, I I grew my social media and my kind of like online business through sitting in the car, uh, the the pickup line at school. Like, do you know how much work and stuff I could get done with that? I would actually go like 15 minutes early before pickup time just so I had that uninterrupted time and I would just sit on my phone and, um, you know, work while I was waiting for them to get picked up. There were a lot of times when, you know, taking kids to practices and things where you would, maybe you had like a 20 minute time in between practices or you had to drive really far for a practice or something. And so it's like, instead of driving all the way home, I can just sit in my car. I can just, you know, pull over here and and work. So there are, and, and, and another thing besides like just finding those idle moments, like, hey, I could fit in a half an hour of whatever on my furniture flipping business here. There may be something where it's like, okay, I'm going to bed at 8.30. Do I think I could stay up till nine? I say 8.30 and I'm not even laughing because I like to be in bed early, but I'm also somebody that gets up really early in the morning um, to get some things done. So so could I stay up till nine o'clock um, and, you know, just have that half an hour to, you know, work on this, work on this goal? Um, same within the morning. Could I get up a half an hour earlier in the morning to work on this goal? Um, Again, we all have times for time and we all make time and find time for things that we want to do. So, um, 
just the the whole time audit is a game changer and it really will make you look at like oh my gosh from 1 to 2:30 i was just scrolling my phone and be honest with yourself it's just like with any goal and with anything you want to do if you're not honest with yourself like you've you've already kind of given in so if be honest if you were sitting on the phone for an hour and a half while your kids were napping write that down right um but you will find too when you do this like audit that you will there are pot times there are pockets of your day there are things maybe you could change or tweak or get up early get up later or stay up later that that you can definitely work on on uh on your business or starting to flip furniture okay another uh another kind of question or or topic that came up um has come up is you know people that want to flip furniture feeling overwhelmed by the entire process. How can they begin with small steps and gradually build momentum? So starting small is the best approach. And I've always said you start with the simplest projects. Um, You know, do not pick up anything that's like needs fixed or needs repairs or you know what I mean? You want to start with simple pieces that require minimal time and minimal effort. You know, it's a good cleaning and it's maybe you grab my favorite all-in-one paint so you're not having to worry about a primer, a paint and a top coat. You just have everything in one can and then you just, you know, apply it onto, you know, that piece of, um, that piece of furniture. <clears throat> you want to focus on the basics of flip, flipping furniture in the the beginning, um, but you know experimenting. This is a time when you can experiment with different techniques, but also keeping it simple. Like you don't have to do all the fancy things that you're consuming, right? We're going to put that away because now we're working on our goals. We're not watching other people do them, um, and you know, as you do those simpler projects, you'll gain more and more confidence to do something more complex. If you try to start off with the most you know, a really tough project and you're trying to do this huge makeover that you saw somebody else do that has been doing it for 10 years, you're, it's not going to, you're, you're going to want to quit before you even get done. So start simple as you become more comfortable, comfortable, as you become more confident, then you will, your projects, it just, this is like a business, a side hustle, a hobby that definitely evolves over time. Like you just get, it's like with anything, the more and more you do it, the better and better you get. So um, definitely, though, you do want to start simple and stop consuming. You know all the information. Stop consuming. If you can join something like the Furniture Flipping Academy, I would tell you, I wish somebody had that offer when I was first starting out. I would tell you to do that right from the get-go because you will save so much money, time, and effort in the long run. I promise you that. Um, so if, you, if, that's, if that's a possibility, I tell you that to do that for sure for sure. Um, okay. And so lastly, here is another one. Um, how do furniture flippers stay accountable and consistent with their furniture flipping journey? Accountability is crucial. Staying consistent and just going through those motions is, um, is crucial. Um, share your goals with family, friends, um, join, you know, the online communities, join the Furniture Flipping Academy. I will leave a link to it um, in the show notes here. Um, Surround yourself with people who get it. Surround your people that are either in the journey with you right where you're at. Maybe they're a little bit behind you. Maybe they're way ahead of you and can help like guide you and mentor you along the way. Um, They understand your passion. They understand what you're trying to do. Um, They can give you encouragement. They can give you advice. They can give you help. We can, you know, there's just, there's, 
so much good that comes from that. And and again, when I started out, these things weren't offered. I always say that the reason I went through it and it took me so many years was because then I can teach other people like how to not waste that much time. But it, my business would have looked a lot different and a lot faster if I had all these things, you know, presented to me way back in the day. So, um, and again, set realistic expectations. You know, again, start simple, set real uh, realistic expectations. Do not compare your beginning to somebody's middle or end. That is the worst thing. And I think when we're all consuming content on social media and other things, we're watching people that have been doing this forever, right? And then we're like, okay, I want to do that. And I want to be right there right now. They didn't start there. They have been working their tails off behind the scenes, um, nights, weekends, nap times, in little pockets of their day. It has taken them time and effort to get where they are So you, with where you're watching them. So don't expect to be there right off the bat celebrate everything you learn, every every win, everything that maybe didn't go the way you thought it was going to. You learned something from it, so celebrate that, right? Um, it's not a failure. You learned something. You learned what not to do or what to do the next time. That is a win. That is not a failure, so celebrate that. No matter how small it is, celebrate it. You learned how to post about your furniture flipping business on Instagram and you made your first po- post celebrate that. You got your first follower on Instagram. Celebrate that. It does not have to be huge milestones and big contracts for you to celebrate it. I wish I would have celebrated more every little milestone that I had. And now I do. Every little thing now I do celebrate it. Um, I get excited about it. Um, you know, I you need to take time to do that because you've worked hard to get there. So celebrate those things. Um, and just acknowledging your progress. And progress is not perfection. Progress is getting better, learning something new, getting more comfortable, getting more confidence. Like that's progress. And that's going to keep you motivated. And that's going to keep you going. So, okay, I think that's it. That's all I have. <laughs> I hope this is kind of helpful. And um, it's just, these are things that um, that have come up in the whole time. I don't have time. I don't have time. Um, and, and then people that get kind of, you know, frustrated or something in the process. And then they're like, I don't have time. I don't have time. It took too long. That project was taking too long. I don't have time to do this. Well, you didn't start out small, right? You didn't start out with a simple project. We all have the time. Um, we just have to make the time, right? So we all have the time to, um, to do the things we want to do. So if this is something you're serious about, and I can't encourage you more to do this, anybody can do it, any stage of life, any season, you can make side money, you can make full-time income. It's amazing. I know what it's done for my family. And now that I get to coach other people to do it, it's just, it's just a passion. Um, so of mine and I, and I'm, 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 I'm really passionate about it. (laughs) So um, definitely if it's something you want to do, keep these in mind. I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear your time audits. Email me, lindsay at mycreativedays.com or reach out to me on Instagram at mycreativedays. I would love to hear from your time audits. If you're somebody that wants to flip furniture and you're like, I don't have time, please, please, please today or next week. Or if you don't want to do it for seven days, do it for five at least, do it for three, but do a time audit and be completely honest. And I would love to hear from you send your time audit to me and we'll find pockets of the day that you can, that you can work on this. Um, because trust me, it's worth it. Um, but, and we can all find time. So 
I'd love to hear from you. If this was helpful, please share this podcast. I always appreciate when you share it. Um, Until next time, I hope you have a great day and I will talk to you very soon. Hello, friends. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I'm grateful that you tune in every week and that you share the show with your family and friends. I love having creative chit chats with you and my hope is that this podcast will inspire you to try a new project, start a DIY that you've been putting off, and decorate your home exactly how you want it. There are a few ways you can help us with the podcast. Follow the podcast so you don't miss an episode. And if you could take a few minutes to leave the podcast a review, that would help us so, so much. Again, thank you for being here and I look forward to our chat next week. Bye-bye.